Burns and Gambo, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Very glad we were able to make this happen when this time a week ago, Gambo and I were on the air for the first time. We were talking about Monty Austin Ford getting the GM's job for the Cardinals. Kind of connecting dots and looking at social media, one of the names that kept popping up was Jed Fish. Jed Fish, Jed Fish, head coach of Arizona football and his connections with Monty Austin Fort. We, we kind of played the long game on this one, and I, it was certainly worth the wait, and we're glad to welcome onto the show right now here on Burns and Gambo to talk about not only Monty, but other things as well with his program. Jed Fish, the head coach of the University of Arizona Wildcat football team here on the Burns and Gambo show. Coach Fish, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome to the show. We appreciate your time. How we doing, guys? Coach, proud father here of a U of A grad, just so you know. Just Love proud it. father. My daughter got her doctorate at the U of A. She's a, she's a doctor right now at Banner University Medical Center in Tucson. So right right where you are. So proud father of a U of A grad. That's awesome. Right where I normally am. Right now I'm out on the road recruiting in another state. But, oh. yes, normally I'm right there across the street. All right, careful, because, you know, people are listening, Jed. You don't want to reveal exactly where you're at. You know, I, I know this stuff is very, very hush-hush. So we won't. Yeah, you're except right. for Twitter, which has you, like, track me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, you know what? On second thought, tell us exactly where you are, because we probably could find out if we want to. No, I'm kidding. Don't. So yeah. um, for our audience, refresh us, refresh them on your connection with Monty Osifor, because if I'm not mistaken, it goes back like 22 years, right? Yeah, so in 2001, um, I was hired by the Houston Texans. Uh, I just got done being a graduate assistant at the University of Florida, and uh, they hired one full-time coach, Chris Palmer. Uh, Dom Capers was the head coach. And then I was the quality control coach for really all three phases. We had no team. At the same time, they they hired um, a scouting department of the same uh, same group. Of uh, Charlie Castley was our general manager, and then he hired a bunch of guys that have went on and become general managers at different places. Mike McCagney with the Jets. Um, he went Chuck Banker with the Eagles, and then hired Monty Austin for it was the same role that I had, but on the scouting side. So he was a scouting intern, um, and we were there together for three years, I believe it was, and uh, the low man on the totem pole job. Right. What? Tell us about him. What During those three years, what signs did you see that th- this was an intelligent guy that at some point was going to be a GM in this league? Well, you know, at that point in time, you don't know what anybody's going to be because you don't know what you are. You know, you're just brand new at it, just enjoying it, trying to figure out your role and my role, and he was trying to figure out his role. And I think we were all just young and naive and thought we had answers that we really never did at the time probably. And then just um, – but when you're really smart like he is and you have a great demeanor, um, you have an ability to stay connected with people, we reconnected. 17 years later when I got hired by the Patriots. So, but throughout all the years that I was coaching at different universities, he really had a long, long run in New England, I think 14 years or so. And he would always reach out. We would see each other at the Senior Bowl. We'd spend time together at the Combine. Uh, We would obviously, if I was coaching college football, uh, I would be able to share with him anything I knew about the athletes that we had on our team. And just always remained uh, very 
very close, good friends, uh, really always rooted for him. And um, to be able to connect with him in New England was great. And then he left, uh, like, within a month. He went to the Titans. And uh, so that connection really didn't last very long. So when I saw that he was hired in Arizona, um, I thought that was just an awesome way to once again reconnect, open up our doors in Tucson to him, and uh, let him know that, hey, uh, you have a, a home away from home. You want a Pac-12 school to hang out at hang out here, you want games to go to, come here, and uh, we want to make sure that we're open uh, with everybody there at the Cardinals organization. It's it's amazing the amount of time he spent in New England. I'll ask you about that. He area scout, national scout, director of college scouting, uh, everything that he did in all those years in New England. We always hear about the Patriots way, and so many coaches get hired from the Patriots system with Bill Belichick and executives as well. What What, what could describe what the Patriot way means in the NFL? Well, I would say, you know, uh, the, the old saying of do your job is probably what's most uh, associated with the Patriot way. It's not your responsibility to do somebody else's job. It's not your responsibility to complain about somebody else. Uh, so many people in this profession look out and wanted to see what other people do. And the most beautiful thing that Coach Belichick has in his program is your responsibility is to do the job you've been hired to do. And do that at the absolute highest level, players, coaches, administrators, et cetera. And if you can do it at a high level, day in and day out, consistently with a competitive stamina unlike others, you could last in that organization for a long time. Um, my time was shorter as I was hired by Arizona, um, you know, 11 months into my tenure there. And rather than do your job, we went with be a pro. And in our mind was that's the same thing. Uh, be a professional on how you act. Be a professional on what you do. Be a pro in how you speak to others. Be a pro, and if this is your responsibility, do it. And I think uh, I think that's what fit for us. But clearly, I'm sure Monty's going to bring in a uh, unbelievable attention to detail on how to build a roster. And uh, really, he's going to do a fantastic job at Arizona. Jed Fish, the coach of the Arizona Wildcat football team, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show, knows new Cardinals GM Monty Austinford for the better part of the last 21 years, stops in Houston and New England. He's our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. A, a question or two, if we could, about about you, your program, the state of everything right now with Arizona football, and in particular, something that the, the whole world of college football continues to adjust to. How, how do you feel like your program and you and your staff have adjusted to NIL and how that's kind of changed the landscape of being a college coach, coach. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's uh, obviously it's a whole nother world. It's a whole nother animal and it's not going away anytime soon. So you have to embrace it and you have to um, be able to constantly uh, help your, you know, your program out the best way you can by doing things right, you know, recruiting well, coaching your team well, doing well academically, doing well in the community. So people within the community want to do right by your kids. Uh, that's kind of been our philosophy here. Uh, we, have, we have a collective. That collective is run by our booster program. But what they're able to do is they're able to say, hey, we need to raise more money for our players because our players are doing well. Our players are doing things right. Uh, we're very, you know, we had a hundred of our 112 players had over a 3.0 GPA. We had uh, the most amount of community service. 
Uh, we have the, I think, the 35th ranked recruiting class this year. Last year we had the 20th ranked uh, in the country. Uh, Arizona, over the last two years, we've never done anything close to that in the last 20 before that. So our feeling is if we can keep doing things right off the field, we're going to be able to benefit um, from the Tucson community. We're not a pro town. So you don't have to pay, you know, one of our players rather than J.J. Watt or pay one of our players rather than Matt Stafford. You just take care of one of our players because in Tucson we are the biggest thing. And uh, I hope there's a bunch of billboards of our players selling cars and, you know, hyping up personal injury lawyers and talking about dentists and doctors and whatever it might be to be able to get more money in our players' pockets. Maybe EG is the flavor of the month. I always love that stuff. This is a difficult one for me, the the portal, because so many kids are transferring now and entering the portal, and I I don't like it. I think it's bad for college football. You benefited from it last year greatly with Jaden coming in and with, with Jacob coming in from UTEP. But how do you view it overall? Is the portal good for college football or bad for college football? I think the portal is necessary for college football based upon the fact that uh, we stayed with 85 scholarships, but we gave every player a COVID year back. And when you do that, you wind up having giving every player five or six years of eligibility. If you sign 20 to 25 players, you're talking about 120 to 150 players on your roster. Well, you're only allowed 85 of them. So you have to find a way to be able to keep high school recruiting relevant. To do that, there had to be a way to let guys leave if they felt like they were getting passed over, if they'd been there long enough that they were just – they saw their ceiling. If they committed to something on COVID when they didn't necessarily know what they were committing to. So I, I think in the next few years we'll see the portal slow down. But I think right now where we're at, there was the only option – was to make it an open market because there's no other way to be able to manage a roster if you're going to continue to give players six years to be able to uh, to be able to go to school. Coach Fish, we appreciate the time and the conversation. Safe travels wherever you might be, and uh, we appreciate hearing your thoughts about Monty Austin Fort. Really do. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank uh, you for having me. Yep. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it.